optional. Well, it, it gives that warning now, instead of me just like pressing it and then recording deep dark secret. Also, you, where is this from? Oh, the Slinky. So that was part yeah. of the show too, because there's a part where one of the characters, like during the French Whores number, like plays the accordion. So I was like, haha, since, uh-huh. you know, it's tough to find an actual accordion without spending an arm and a leg. It's just like, yay. Because the whole idea was to have like shit just lying around that would have randomly been there from a carnival. So yeah. like blow up instruments and a bong at one point, which I thought, oh, we really need to clean this out first. But then the one costumer who came to the show, she was like, oh, I love the details. Like there was resin in the bong. Like it was actually used. I'm like, ah, ah that's because it was, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then the one weekend that I had it in the back of my car, driving all the props around before dropping them off. Yeah, I could tell that it had been used because I'm like, dear sweet Jesus, don't let me get pulled over. We don't that thing was right. Ooh, gross. Uh, yeah. Alas. All right, Steve, we're gonna get this started in three, two, one. Oh, welcome back, everybody. It's trauma and trash. I'm Ashley. I'm Steve. And um, you know, we took a little tiny baby break because we were mm-hmm. having some fun little medical issues. Oh, yeah, I still have to actually call my doctor and be like, hey, is this a hernia? Oh, my gosh, you have a crotch hernia. You need to get that taken care of. You haven't called your doctor yet? (laughs) Steven. I'll I'll get there. It's a crotch hernia. Your coochie has a hernia. You can't just look. Uh, it's it, it's it's fine. It's just like, oh, huh. This is funny. It moves when I cough. But <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I mean, a poop just fine. So it must not be that bad. <laughs> is this too much to share on the podcast? You know what? I don't give a shit. No. I, <laughs> this was during the pandemic and I was freaking out because I thought I had a mole that was growing on my pussy. Oh. So I'm like, I'm, I'm freaking out. I am freaking out. And I was like, Tyler, you need to look at this. You know what's the most unsexy thing? <laughs> to have your partner look at you like a doctor. Turn <laughs> up, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. I was like, this isn't this isn't fun for anybody. Yeah, just be like, hey, is this a is this a mole or an ingrown or a what what do you think? <laughs> it was so hard to um just like just like sit still <laughs> and not crawl into myself and die. Oh. So if there is something wrong with your coochie. You gotta get it checked. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, so we've had we we've had things. Guys, vegetables almost fucking killed me. I oh. ate raw vegetables and I almost died. That's well, that's a little dramatic, but it wasn't good. <laughs> 
Oh, and honestly, no, I had a, I had an allergic reaction, and I was done with the allergic reaction after a while. After I took two Benadryl and started laughing hysterically on the phone with my grandmother, mm-hmm. and then I was as like, you do. "As you do." And then I was like, "Well, fuck this! If I'm gonna die from eating vegetables, I might as well like eat a croissant or something. Like I should enjoy my life." Ooh, yeah. Right. I haven't done that yet, but I am up for my monthly croissant. So <laughs> coming up. Cause I'm just like, that's a weird euphemism for PMS. Cause it's like flaky and that, that I don't know, but <laughs> having my monthly croissant, just back the fuck up. <laughs> no, that's just like how you feel when you're PMS. <laughs> that you um, are just going to like rip off not only your clothes, but your flesh and you will punch anyone in the face. Party. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's pretty, you know what? Depending on the day, it's pretty metal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to roll into my work meeting tomorrow. (laughs) High energy. (laughs) High energy. Oh God, oh wait. And before we get started, Steve, didn't mention this to you. I'm running on four hours of sleep because I came off of an 18-hour fucking bus ride. Ooh, that's yeah. right. You're back from Spain. España. Yay. Ooh, I was in Barcelona. Yay, Barcelona. Barcelona. <gasps> oh, did you see all the fun Gaudi stuff? I did. I saw and was in La Sagrada Familia. Nice. It oh. is. Um, I'll send you the pictures. Uh, it's a famous church in Spain and it is amazing. And still not fucking finished. They, no, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Been working on it since like 1842. Mm-hmm. I think it's like four four more years is what the guesstimate is. Oh wow. That's yeah. gross then. Um, but it was amazing. I also took a picture of one of his other buildings. I'll send that to you as well. It's really great. Ooh, yay. But we're not here to talk about classy art. In fact, we're here to talk about the direct opposite. Now, now hold on right there. One moment, please. Because the looks in this film, the makeup, the hair, the artistry did not deserve the script it was given. But but the visuals stunning so true so guys we watched a movie called vicious lips from 1986 oh boy howdy was it (laughs) oh i did not take down the director writer's name um but i do know that he was born in hawaii oh okay fun fact he was born in hawaii and when i first started watching the movie because he has directed some music videos that makes sense. But that's not how he, I thought he, I thought that's how he got started was by making music videos. And that would mm. make the movie make more, or the style make more sense. It's not mm-hmm. the case, but I could see where he'd be a really good music director. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Because this one started off real strong. It ended oh, real yeah. strong. 
and then <laughs> huh? in the middle and then it wet noodled yeah yeah wet noodled real hard mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it was pushing it was pushing rope for for a while there that is a disgusting term but yes yes it was <laughs> because i can i can like visualize it it makes me want to throw up so thank you you're welcome thank you. yeah thank you okay nope 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 because now you're making the hand motions and now i have to physically make my brain make you stop thinking it's you and now we're just down a wormhole um <laughs> yeah. so steve you want to take it away yeah, so it starts off with a title credit sequence, which I was like, okay, I am already in love with the soundtrack, and yes. that did not change throughout the film because the soundtrack for this thing is absolute fire. Uh, <gasps> was looking at the looking at the stuff flashing across screen, called some huh? There's someone called Milo the Venusian Man Beast. My body is ready. And then the first, the first visual we get, I just went, is this a bathhouse? <laughs> this is a bathhouse. I, I have been to this place before. Maybe not with Maxine. <laughs> Maybe not Maxine there who, oh, the phenomenalness. But yeah, that was the number of times locations in this film that I'm like, this is so fucking gay. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it was it was so good. The visuals. Ah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, because you've got Maxine, who is in the same family as Frankenfurter, like a like a cousin or something. I would yes. say I would put her as, but like the great short power lesbian like wig with gold tinsel flex in it the makeup perfect the cigarette and the long holder yes just ah the half naked bodyguards she has standing around as she's just lounging on this table talking to some poor hapless sap about oh this this band just their ship crashed and now i have an opening in tomorrow night's show and what am i going to do about this it's all your fault. And he's like, no, I'll be ruined. Ah! And the guy just blows his brains out because this person is like, oh, you'll never work in this galaxy again. And then he just kills himself. <laughs> With like an old style revolver, but it makes like a laser gun noise. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. And this is all happening very fast. Right off the bat. So then there is her lackey who's like, okay, well, who are we going to contact? What about this guy? We could try to get a hold of to see if we can get someone. Also, great dentures on that person. So this actor, the like the butler, whomever he's supposed to be, has these long, pointy teeth. And usually when we see these, like specifically in the 80s, when we see mm-hmm. like mouthpieces, they're just like they're terrible you can't either hear the actor or it's like poorly dubbed these were like perfect yeah they were they were great teeth i don't know how they did it how did they do it it was so good that was good 
But yeah, so there is the opening conceit of this film where Mm -hmm. the entire premise is a band that wants to make their big break is given the chance they just have to get all the way on the other side of the galaxy to be able to perform by the next night. Yeah. So Barbie's phlebotomy in space. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's the film. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Again, let us remind you that we made a movie. Technically, we made two uh-huh. And they were like as filth trash as you could get, yet still not get kicked out of high school. <laughs> and yes. we we may look from a distance like respectable human beings. <laughs> you get a little bit closer, and one of us starts speaking, and it is evident that we are not no. Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. So again, this could have been us. It still could be us. Yeah. (laughs) Never know. So they get this guy, Maddie, is that what his name is? Maddie Asher. Yes. And so we meet him outside of this like little shithole club and the lead singer of vicious lips is like i'm out of here i'm going on my own and then she walks away and immediately we hear a car crash because she's dead (laughs) and then is is that where he gets the call from maxine of oh i need a band and that's what prompts him to go shit we need a new a new lead singer or was there already no yeah i think so yeah i think he he okay no, no, no. I literally just watched this movie. And he's freaking out because he knows they need a new singer. He just mm. watched his old singer get hit by a car. He sees on the ground that there's a flyer for like a high school uh, talent, talent show. show. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so like, he's like, I'm going to recruit someone from there. So that's what he does. He goes to this talent show mm-hmm. and we see Judy Jetson. And before then, we just panned to a large poster of the band for, yeah, large poster for Vicious Lips. And standing next to the poster is someone with three tits just out. Yes, yes. And it was funny because I I watched this with Tyler and he's like, well, when did this movie come out? Because in Total Recall, there's a woman with three tits. It's like a big deal in Total Recall that she has three titties. Hmm. And he's like, oh, this they stole the three tits from Total Recall. And then somehow, some way, I guess this director that made Vicious Lips was attached to Total Recall. <laughs> Didn't direct it, but then I wonder if he just like he was like, you know what we should need we need three tits. Triple tits. Tit, tit, tit. <laughs> there you go. Ta-da. Ta-ta. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh god so that's where we meet judy jetson and judy jetson of jetson fame <laughs> is like this plain sweet girl from the 80s with her little side ponytail and her long skirt and she mm-hmm. is i i don't get like i don't get this they don't make any comment to it she is lip syncing to a man's song yes and is almost immediately kicked off the stage. 
<laughs> okay. And Maddie goes, yes, that one. <laughs> Sign her up. So he's like, hey, I'm going to make you famous. Come with me. And she goes, okay, because parents, a life outside of that, who cares? Whatever. No. So no. they go back to where the rest of Vicious Lips is getting ready. And, oh. Right. And this only needs to be said because it kind of ties into the end. When uh, Maddie tells Judy that she's gonna be in a band, she kind of gets this glazed look on her face and you see this black screen flash up with these white words that say dream. Ah, yes. And it's like, okay, so you either just had a seizure or it's just like, whatever. So then we continue on and we meet the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're backstage, they're getting ready. The makeup is phenomenal. You've got some guys like trying to peep in on the band and like a glory hole in the wall, but one of them like pokes her finger through there and then ends up like poking the guy's eyeball out just nonchalantly as they're just talking about a lot of nothing. Which is a lot of the dialogue in this film, unfortunately, is a lot of nothing. Yeah, the, the dialogue is not good. Dialogue no. not good. I think later on I wrote down, yeah, looks 10, dialogue 3. Yeah, so she rolls in, she's very plain Jane, but they're like, okay, well, we've got a gig, we gotta do our gig. Um, so then it just, it cuts, they got her ready real quick, and it is song time. Uh-huh, taking place at a gay bar that I believe I have been to before, or if not... <laughs> Well, if not that specifically, then I have definitely been someplace like that. I'm like, yes, this is a place I would frequent. Yeah, I mean, it looks like some of the holes I've been in before. So, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, they're throwing things at her and they are kind of yelling. The song's fun. The song is catchy. Yeah. We have our lead singer. So that's Judy. Mm -hmm. We have two guitar players. The one with black hair, her name is Manda. Yes. The other guitar player, her name is Bree. Mm-hmm. And then we have a woman who occasionally, well, not in this scene, um, but she's... Uh, like elect- on the keyboard? Keyboard, electronic board, plays with lasers yeah. as well. Maybe isn't paying attention during the gig. Her name is Winzy. Yes. Oh, so it's Lindsay. like saying Lindsay, but with a with. Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> and her, oh, I mean, they all look phenomenal in their own way, but Wendy just out there stunning. Like for this first gig, she's got, it's like a purple Muppet bowl cut with a straight mullet around. Yes. A, Oh. she's wearing her sunglasses she has a pink outfit on she's not very engaged to anything that's going on except for being cool and i'm like yes 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 yes. Mm-hmm. yes it is it is pure 80s sex and i am here for every single minute of it yeah it's very eclectic too because like she's right so she's like the most eclectic out of the band judy mm-hmm. like now she has like this kind of like fun 80s rock hair some of it's blonde her makeup is just like to the T, beautiful out, kind of like black. 
outfit. Um, Amanda looks like the lead singer of Susie Sue and the Banshees. She's got mm-hmm. kind of this like poofy black hair, white goth makeup kind of going on. And mm-hmm. then Brie is also very 80s, but like different movie. She's got on yeah. a white tank top, suspenders, and a, a pork pie hat. Uh-huh. She's the butch of the group. I guess so. Oh, she is. Because she's like, I have tools. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well. Oh. But, but it's yeah, fun. So- and during, so during this time, right, is when Maddie gets the call. Yes. So he gets a video phone call from Maxine and it's like, holy shit, it's our big break. We've got to go now to the point where he like runs up during the tail end of the song. Be like, okay, we're done. We got to go. Bye. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like, okay, go, 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 go. And so there's just like this chaotic scene in the dressing room where Amanda like comes up to Judy and she's like, I don't know if we want you in the band. We need a strong singer. Uh-huh. And there is very much a vibe between the two of them of they're going to fuck at some point. They end up not in the film, but that's what I got. Okay, see, now, I don't disagree. However, I feel like Amanda and Brie were giving very much like fuck eyes during every time they like played a song or when mm. they were just in a scene together. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, cool, 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 cool. So they're girlfriends and they don't want this other girl involved, but then nothing happened. And I was like, what? Well, because I I had always figured that Amanda and uh, Ace, which was the original lead singer had some kind of a thing. So maybe that's why she was being so spiky. Oh, also Maddie tells Judy that they're just going to call her Ace, blah, 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 whatever the last name was. So that way we don't have to change the posters, which fits so well with his character because he is just a classic 80s shyster. Very much so because, so they need to leave and they're, they're, this is all taking place in outer space. So they need to go from their galaxy or from their planet to another planet. And um, mm. the plan is to steal a spaceship. Yep. <laughs> and we get some kind of dialogue that I totally wasn't paying attention to. But essentially the spaceship that they're stealing has like a psycho killer on it. <laughs> so that's what they do when they're unawares. Milo, the Venusian man beast. (laughs) Never named in the film, but that was his name, apparently. Well, you know, why not? Yeah. So, but they steal the ship. We get a decent tour of it as there's another like music montage. And I'm like, this just feels like an excuse to have a lot of space themed 80s music. Yes. Which I am here for. Yeah. So then they're they're going along, they're in space, whatever. Maddie is driving. Maddie is doing a shit job at driving because you see him with like a star chart that he turns upside down. He's like, oh, that's what it's supposed to be. And completely ignoring the warning signs flashing across the This is perfect. The computer, which was beautiful. Because first it's just warning. Then a more insistent warning. Finally getting up to Danger Will Robinson. Then Warning, a big fucking rock is coming. 
And, and it's, it's so, again, these little tiny touches, like, real, like we're funny and we're good. And then mm-hmm. the fucking plane. No, it's not a plane. A ship. It's a ship. That's what you call those. <laughs> the ship crashes uh-huh. into the sand planet. And so does the film. Yes. Because it's because there was like a comet coming straight at them. So he has to dodge. They crash into the planet. They shatter around a bit. And yeah, land on a sand planet. Because apparently that is the only kind of fucking planet anywhere in the universe. It's just planets full of sand. Making Darth Vader mad. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I can't Star Wars. That's okay. That is that is very fine. That's yeah. okay that I can't mm-hmm. Star Wars, but it's all right because neither can our folks in this film. No. And basically, basically they're fucked. They have no communicator. Mm-hmm. The ship is not functioning. Yeah, so. there is limited power, so they tell Winsy she can't take a shower. Yeah, it's also like a fancy shower, like a laser shower. We get to see it later. It's cool. Yeah, because because of course we do, because why not? Yeah. But yeah. So they decide, okay, well, we're the talent, Maddie. You need to go find help. Mm-hmm. So, so they just dump him out in the desert. Yeah. Which I appreciated his commitment to smoking his stogie. As he was stumbling through the desert, dying of heat stroke. <laughs> yes. And it's not just like a regular cigar. It's like a, has like a bent, like an intentional bent in the cigar. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's strange. So it kind of flashes back and forth, but basically we see him progressively go through the desert, getting more mm-hmm. and more kind of like dazed and crazed. This is where I, cause I started getting bored. So I just wrote about his outfit. Yeah. Red shoes, mm-hmm. gray pants, but they have these black triangles at the bottom. Black mm-hmm. shirt, red jacket, black triangle in the back. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his character no, was, was kind of great. annoying, but like, I mean, it works for what was like for what was going on. To be fair, it mm-hmm. worked. The outfit was great, and so he's at one point he's just like dragging so much, and he falls to the ground. And these two beautiful blonde space babes in their teeny tiny wispy bikinis. And I do mean wispy. It was like a uh-huh, like a gauzy. full-on tits out situation. Yes. And I feel like we missed a lot because in the end, you kind of get some other flashback of some of the stuff that they were doing, but they start to have a threesome. Yeah. But then our shot, I don't know. But we don't know by whomst, so. No, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Steve, what were our ladies doing during this time? What were they doing? Um, the great question. Well, Judy was, Judy was looking outside and she could see someone like running off in the distance, oh, which I forget if anything ever came of that, really. Uh, yes it all connects yeah, to the end. yeah it's yeah 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 but so we'll get there. like judy has a heartfelt conversation with Lindsay about oh 
basically about how her looks are fading and she has to make it big and what happens if you don't make it and it was just it was so strange yeah and and Manda was apparently writing music but she doesn't want anyone to see it Bree is trying to fix the communicator but no and explaining yeah there's not enough power to be able to take a shower but hey we can make some java anybody want to try some java yeah yeah Um, so eventually all of this leads up to Bree's going to try to fix the communicator but her tools are back in the cargo bay in the back of the ship so judy has to take her dear sweet fucking time going to the back of the ship yes but okay so she's talking to Bree, and she's like of course i'll go get your tools all of a sudden it's like she turns she's suddenly with whimsy she takes a hit off of a space joint now whimsy has whimsy during this this flight has already changed like three times Uh uh-huh so now she's wearing this short black wig like this severe red lipstick Mm -hmm. um this like oversized men's red button-down shirt like it's fabulous it's so good and also in this scene judy's outfit is entirely different oh yeah she's in this entirely different like cute little black outfit her like makeup's like severely retouched her hair is high to the gods mm-hmm. yes and yes she takes forever the director obviously looked at this scene and went you know what we don't have enough time to make this an actual movie I want her to take 20 years to get to the end of this hallway. She's walking down the world's shortest hallway, um, acting like she smoked a full joint, just like batting at the shit like a, like a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to <laughs> going back to the cargo hold, which is holding Milo the Venusian man beast, who is suddenly awake now and trying to get out. But not trying to get that. It's he's back there, and then so Judy gets back to the door that he's behind and almost opens it, but then Bree, yeah, Bree pops up like, "Hey, what are you doing back here?" Finally, all four of them are back there, being like, "Oh, we think there's something behind this door. Maybe we shouldn't open it." We hear something breathing. Now, mind you, watching this, not the best lighting because, you know, the sun's going down. You can just hear him heavy breathing. He is up against that door. I'm like, he's masturbating. He's full masturbating right now. These women need to be concerned. Thankfully, they didn't open the door. So, yay. Yay. Well, turn out right yeah but that doesn't matter because then he ends up just removing a floor grate and crawling down underneath and getting out of it that way so yeah the the hell was going on here so yeah so they i don't know if they ever got breeze tools or not if they did i don't think so because i think the next thing i'm thinking happened apart from the 
threesome with Maddie. Yeah, because then comes the then comes the shower scene. Well, they all get into a fight first, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Or no, wait, do they fight first, or is it after the shower scene? Uh, after the shower scene. Okay, yeah. So okay, so the shower scene happens, and you don't like you you didn't see anything, right? No. Yeah, but it's really cool. It's I think how they did it, right? Is like you have like lights coming down mm-hmm. not straight what do you call those like laser lights kind of yeah and there was just like a little bit of misting water the effect was really great it was fun mm-hmm. no it was it was really cool because it's like an electron shower or something like yes. that um and then yeah. Milo, the Venusian man beast the Venusian man beast just like flops out of the ceiling right Something like that. And they, yeah, they grab her. They're like, no! Climbs up out of something. So they're all like, ah! So they run to another part of the ship, close the door. Yeah. Perfectly fine. But yeah. And then they get into a big fight about just, yeah, the band. <laughs> right? Like, this is. Well, I did love the part where Judy's like, hey, Winsy, do you want me to be the singer? Like, pulls her to stand up. Winsy's like, yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> throws her back down. Yeah, because the whole reason that Lindsay went to go take a shower was because, like, she's just all sorts of fucked up. Uh-huh. But yeah, they get into this massive fight. Wigs are pulled, which, to be fair, like, they all looked so much more punk without their wigs. Mm, yeah. Speci- well, specifically oh, Judy and mm-hmm. Manda. Yeah, because turns out Manda was a blonde. Who knew? And they were like, they looked so punk without it. So they get mm-hmm. into this massive fight. And then... Da-da. Well, then the, sp- how did the ship falls. Yeah, like, I think... Oh, Judy I think, does it just happen because they're in the fight? Cockpit, and then it just, like, the sand dune that they were on just gave way. So they just slide down the hill and up next to this building where Judy climbs out and we find out oh they're on it's called Passion Planet okay yeah and that just leads to a chase scene between Judy and the psycho killer through what looked like a parachute factory which was really like it was kind of fun a lot like I could see that and they had music going on but it's like oh Mm -hmm. this could have been just like a cool like music video yeah so she's being chased but then we think she's getting saved but not really because she's being kidnapped by like cannibal punk rapists yeah they were oozy and gross and disgusting and they were like, we're going to eat her, but first we're going to rape her. And I was like, oh, okay, so I was on the nose of that one. <laughs> yeah. But then Milo, the Venusian space rapper, comes in and he steals, or he like stops him or whatever, so she gets away. It's so f- Yeah, at at that point, Chaos. I'm like, I'm no longer sure what the hell is happening. It's like Maxine pops up, like, you want to be a star? And then, so I don't know if it was Judy hallucinating or 
Yeah, it's all of this stuff what? because then all of a sudden there's this guy there in a tuxedo and he's like, I'll take you. Because she she keeps like crying. She's like, I want to go home. I want to go home. And he shows up. He's like, I'll take you home. Don't you want to mm-hmm. go and have babies? And she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Turns out wasn't actually yeah. that guy. It was Milo. But then Milo turns into Ace. Mm-hmm. Which was the same woman that she had been seeing outside, which Ace looked cool as shit. She had like this beautiful yeah. big hair, this painted blue face. Yeah, the hair was phenomenal. But we only got her for a second because then Ace turns into Manda, and then Manda <laughs> turns into a banana, and then the banana turns into a banana, and then she's like. <laughs> keeps- <laughs> Yeah, it was it was so confusing until finally, like, Flash is like, ah, dream sequence ended or something like that. Yeah, and then we get regular Judy being pulled along by Maddie, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're here, we're at the performance, we gotta go. And then they're performing at Maxine's radioactive dream, which was just another gay bar. Yeah, so the implication is. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, from, from the point... I'm, ass- I'm assuming from the point that she was accosted at her high school to the point where she wakes up, that was all supposed to be a dream. I guess. Or it wasn't. Sure? Or that's Maxine's whole thing is that you have these radioactive dreams and then you can be part of her band thing. Who knows? It ends with a slamming number, though. Oh, yeah. Lunar Madness is an absolute fucking bop. It's going to be a hit. It's going to be this summer's hit. Listen to it. Yes. It was good. It was good. But then I'm watching it. And um, who's the singer who wrote the song Addicted to Love? Robert... Anyways, the guy who sings the song Addicted to Love, right? It's that he's in the suit, and then the women are just mm-hmm. like moving their heads kind of slow. There's no facial expression. They're playing, mm-hmm. right? This is how the band was acting at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Jude, like, and it's a thing too. <clears throat> this director had a lot of like very close up shots of the women's faces. Mm-hmm. And it was like, a, yeah, it was very still shot. And when you have like a big performance like this, right? Like I'm not a director, but you need like, you don't need stagnation. You need like bigger, wider shots, then some close-ups. Mm-hmm. That wasn't necessarily happening for the first half of the song. Yep. And like Judy is giving us space. Everyone else is just like very stoic. Yeah. Like we're here. We're very doing stoic. But they're all kind of in, like they're all very like 80s, very like glam. But mm-hmm. naturally so, like, they don't have all the wigs and kind of the other, like, accoutrements. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, them decked out as 80s glam. Yeah. Which, I, again, like, looked way cooler. It just mm-hmm. it just looked better. Um, but it was good. It was a great little song. Yeah. And, and then with the... It. And then at the wine bar, Maxine and Maddie are there just 
talking about he's like oh yeah they're hit she's like well i wouldn't go that far yeah Yeah. and last thing is like she's like whatever you say big boy he says don't touch my fucking hair (laughs) the film Ta-da! that that yeah so looks 10 music 10 dialogue plot development three yeah, I would love, I and mean, there probably is, right? I would love to see like a condensed version that's probably maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it'd be so cool. Just like a yeah. long form music video. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. But yeah, I'm glad that we watched this though, because honestly, I needed something that was going to be fun. Yes. <laughs> um, that's yes. it. I needed something that was going to be fun. And even though the dialogue sucked a big, huge cock, it was still a fun movie. It it was. I was I was very happy with it. I'm like, aw, yay. <laughs> yeah, costumes, tits, makeup, hair, mm-hmm. music. Like, what more could you ask for? Yeah. Not not much. And on that note, my friends. I don't know. Steve, do you have anything else to say? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Well, you folks out there, make sure if you have anything wrong with your coochies, get some checks. Talk to your animals. And remember, trash is always better with friends. We'll see you next time. Bye. Check us out on Instagram. Tell your grandma about us. Ha, 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 ha.